Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. I believe we are waiting for Facebook Live to begin. Sometimes I watch back on the replay and see that it was already begun. But I'm going to guess that we're already live. There we are. Welcome to Direct Mail Monday, October 11th, 2021. Steve Cypress here, and I just found out that it is technically here in the United States, Columbus Day. I don't know if that's a holiday where the U.S. Postal Service did not deliver the mail, but thankfully this arrived in my mailbox last week. So haven't been out to the mailbox today, but whether or not uh, the mail was here today, have no fear. I am here on Direct Mail Monday with a business advertising, marketing, a sales lesson for you based on a piece of mail that landed in my personal mailbox. So here it is. It is a teeny tiny postcard from Uber Eats. There's a lot of interesting things about this. So uh, I I won't get to everything here, but I'll discuss a few points about this. And if you want some help, uh, anything about this or anything else to do with advertising, marketing, sales, basically the top line revenue generation for your business, go to helpfromsteve.com and... I do six free consultation calls a week for 15 minutes each. So if you get one of those spots, I will help you out. If not, uh, possibly you get one next week. So uh, one interesting thing I'm just noticing is the perforation here. How cool is that? So the thing is perforated. Uh, But uh, on the front, which I did not see first, I saw the back first. But let's just say I had seen the front. There is a picture of a burger and fries. And let us take dinner off your plate. So a little cutesy. Cute doesn't sell, by the way. Uh, powerful messaging sells. Cute slogans doesn't do it. Did, did anyone call? Did you say I got a call? Because they'll they'll let me take dinner off my plate. Oh, that's it. I got to give them money. Okay, so it doesn't work with your business either. Um, but okay, fifteen dollars off your next order. So right away, I noticed, and you might notice the keyword here, next. So this is not necessarily a first-time customer. Now, I I did a little research before this, and I went to the ubereats.com website, and I saw that a new uh, customer, member, user, whatever it is, someone that signs up, gets a coupon code of 25% off on their first uh, 25 Cromoli. I don't remember now whether it was percent or dollars. Now that I think about it, I don't know if it was $25 off. Silly me. I was thinking it was a better offer on their website. Maybe it was just 25% off and $15 could be a better offer. What if I only order order 15 bucks worth of stuff? I could not find any disclaimer here in the weasel clause telling me why I can't just order $15 worth of food and get it free. Although it doesn't say anything about free delivery. And also very likely there's some kind of service charge. Uh, By the way, Uber... uh, uh, Grubhub, uh, Dining, uh, Door, uh, uh, DoorDash, I think it is. I've never, uh, you might be able to tell, I've never used any of these services. 
Um, but I have clients who own multiple restaurants, and I have two clients who have businesses who serve restaurant owners with uh, advertising and marketing and sales services. So um, I've got a rippling effect uh, on hundreds and hundreds of thousands of restaurants. Uh, and I know that the restaurant pays a percentage, which I know these companies don't like to publicly disclose, but I think it's around, I don't know, it's probably 15 to 25% or so, depending on volume and all that, I guess. Uh, maybe there's some kind of surge pricing on a Friday night. It's a little more or whatever, but the restaurants are paying a service fee. So this was a, a huge booming service, of course, during the shutdown lockdowns, which here in the U.S. have sort of ended, I hope, for the most part, almost anywhere, although these arbitrary authoritarian uh, government people uh, can't wait to lock everything down again. And, you know, they're still acting as if this whole thing is still some kind of a crisis and, and an emergency and like, ooh, ah, like nothing like Australia, of course, where that's <laughs> once a penal colony, always a penal colony, I guess. But I digress. So uh, these things were booming, but I know that restaurants were hurting going like, look, we're hurting already. And now nobody's allowed to come into the restaurant and all these services that deliver our stuff, well, we've got to pay a percentage and a fee. And then the customer has to pay a fee. So I guess they're less likely to to buy or whatever. Uh, I would think going back uh, personally, at least to my days of being single and living in cities, this would be fantastic because uh, a lot of people uh, live in cities. I'm trying to think of anyone I know that cooked like on a special occasion, maybe you make something. But I remember... I had an apartment uh, just outside of Boston when I started my first what became a multi-million dollar business. I started it in uh, in a spare room in my mom's house down in New York. But as soon as the business took off in the first three months and was a hit, started making money, I moved back up to Boston where I had been for uh, seven years at that point through uh, undergrad and law school. Yeah, and then I started the business my last year in law school. So I moved back up there. And the apartment I got, I ran the business out of my apartment. And I remember that my stove was the platform, the table for the fax machine. Had to have a fax machine in, in the mid-80s in business. And so that was on top of the stove. And then inside the stove was all the uh, the reams of paper and uh, a couple of boxes of some other stuff. <laughs> It's just like a, a table. You know, you open it up and there's some storage in there. There's a fax machine on top. <laughs> like I was definitely not ever cooking. Uh, just saying, I, I'm guessing I would have used some of these services, even though they add on five bucks, seven bucks, three bucks, ten bucks, and you tip the driver and whatever, but whatever. Um, so one thing interesting is I'm a big fan of giving discounts to acquire a new customer, client, patient, member. You do the math, you understand the lifetime value, and uh, you attract them with some kind of a free or a low cost or a big discounted offer. However, when you give $15 off your next order with no prerequisite that it be their first order, order it's not like they're a new customer. They, they could be ordering every single day. This lands in the mailbox and they're like, great, a free $15. That's going to happen with some people. Um, expires the end of November, 
delivery only. I wasn't aware that Uber Eats does anything but delivery, but okay. Offer may not be combined with other offers, right? So the first time, if it's 25% off, let's say you can't do that and the 15, right? Or any other coupons. I know that these services have a lot of coupons and specials out there all the time. Valid in selected cities while supplies last. Taxes and fees still apply. Ah, taxes and fees still apply. I'm guessing that's their way of saying it's not free shipping. It's not free delivery. There's a delivery charge. See app for availability. So first of all, I think Uber Eats is not all over the place. It's only in select cities, largest cities. Phoenix here is the fifth largest city in America now, amazingly. And uh, so I know they're here. Plus, of course, they're here. They mail this out. Um, but um, so a couple of things. They're mailing this out to uh, our friends at and then our address, which is in the suburbs, not in a city where it's very likely that people, uh, uh, suburban people, families, uh, they're cooking at home. And on a special occasion, they're going out, but very rarely are they ordering in. And if they are, it's like call for a pizza. Like it's not like they're calling for a, a burger and fries or that a burger and fries would be the favorite restaurant of someone in a in a uh, affluent community in the suburbs up here in the mountains outside of Phoenix. Um, uh, what else was remarkable about this that I was thinking? Uh, oh, yeah. Also, uh, when it's a tech thing, you want to make your directions crystal clear. Uh, I was a little confused slashed, intimidated by this. Of course, I skew older, uh, obviously, and uh, therefore not uh, their ideal I'm guessing means the camera on my phone because when they say with your camera to people my age a bunch of us still have actually a camera it would be pretty silly we wouldn't even know how to scan this with our camera uh, I would think they'd say scan it with your phone or with the camera of your phone but again they don't have to because the target market knows all this stuff but I did not I was confused by these directions here so number one Get the free Uber Eats app with the arrow pointing up. So I'm guessing that's how you get it, by scanning the QR code. But every other app I get, I have an iPhone, I just go to the App Store, which I'm guessing that's another way to do it. They could have said, or go to the App Store, or go to the Google Play for uh, Android. Uh, number two, enter the promo card on the card. Now, here's where they could have had another green arrow, right? They put one going up an inch, could have put one going down an inch, because there is the promo code which doesn't just says numbers. It doesn't say, here's your promo code. And number two says, enter the promo code, doesn't point to it, but I'm going to guess that's the promo code. Oh, and since I'm showing this, I guess anybody can use this now and get $15 off, so go crazy. Although maybe it's only good uh, in this area, if you're watching from somewhere else all over the world. Number three, browse restaurants. Okay, I, I can get that. And number four, place the order. It's in quotes. Single quotes, but still, I'm sure there's something you tap on in the app to place the order. And watch your food come to you, exclamation, which is cool. Watch your food come to you, right? They could have just said, place your order, and you're done. But they add in, watch your food come to you. Now, do I have to watch my food come to me to redeem my discount? Of course not. 
but that's smart copy. Smart copy writing there. Add in something fun and a uh, an enjoyable payoff for step four. Similar to the old directions on the old shampoo bottles. I don't know if they still have it. Of course, <laughs> when's the last time I touched a shampoo bottle? Uh, but it was uh, directions were one, two, three, right? Rinse. No. Uh, lather, rinse, repeat, or rinse, lather, repeat. See, I don't even remember the directions, but number three, of course, is silly, repeat. Like, it's lather, rinse. Yeah, that was it. Lather, rinse, and then three, repeat. Why not? Why don't they double their, 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 you know, their, their usage of shampoo if they can get everybody to repeat and use twice as much shampoo as they need? They just double their sales by putting number three in the directions. I digress. Uh, this one here is just fun, not necessary to watch your food come to you, but it's kind of cool. But uh, just so, you know, tiny bit confusing, can I just go to the App Store? I'm guessing that's my promo code. Is there the delivery charge? How much of the delivery charge? doesn't say any of that kind of stuff, which is also a curiosity approach when you do one of these. You just want people to call or go to the website, you know, click and and uh, call for details. That's what this is, kind of like it says fee applies. Well, I guess you got to download the app or go to the website or do whatever you got to do uh, to find out how much all the charges are. And then you can uh, watch your food come to you. I know that when Uber, with the app that replaces uh, cabs with car, you get to watch the car coming by. And, and then while you're driving in the back of the car, you get to see it going down the road. So I guess it's the same with Uber Eats and select for a range of restaurants with special deals. Oh, interesting. So, well, okay. So that's confusing too, right? It says select for a range of restaurants with special deals, but then it said offer may not be combined with other offers. So if I get a special deal, can I use this offer? This says, yes, it's telling me to select from a range of restaurants, special deals. It says it right there. But then the weasel clause says, offer may not be combined with other offers. So the whole thing is confusing me right now. Here's the, the big takeaway, the big lesson from the whole thing is... Well, I say hopefully, but these uh, I don't I don't work with uh, high volume, low cost business model. Now, obviously, Uber, McDonald's, Coca Cola, Walmart, yeah, there are Amazon. There are companies that some of the largest companies in the history of the world uh, using the high volume, low margin, low cost model. I prefer, in this case, instead of a fast food restaurant, the analogy would be to a fine dining restaurant. I prefer working, and I only work, uh, with companies that have a high ticket, high margin, high value, high quality, low volume business model. That's what I work with. And so when you price, when price is the main reason that you give people to do business with you, you're positioning yourself as a commodity. Right, right away, I'm going to say, well, $15 off. Uh, I wonder what DoorDash has. I wonder what Grubhub special is and any of the other ones. There must be a whole bunch of other ones out there, right? Because 
If they have $14 off, oh well. I mean, there is nothing on here, not really, about why I should use Uber as opposed to any other delivery service other than the $15 off. So if you do that in your business, if the only reason to use you over a competitor is price, you will live by the sword, die by the sword. In fact, if you're, this happens often that the competitor gets wind, obviously sees your advertising marketing or hears it from their prospects, customers, clients. Oh, how come you didn't do business with them? Oh, because, you know, your competitor across town gave, you know, $10 off less than you. So I went with them like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to lower my price by 15. Oh, yeah. Well, then they're going to lower their price by 20 and so on. And it's just a race to bankruptcy for both of you. Like that's that's no way to do business. So uh, the preferential way to do business is to sell on value instead of price. So instead of taking off dollars, add value. So in this case, Uber could have said, uh, buy one, get one free, up to $15 value. So as soon as you buy a meal, we will give you free delivery for your next five deliveries. If there's a $3 delivery cost, they could have said, your next five deliveries free, adding value. They could, well, that's sort of, that's removing the price, but they could have said, if you purchase I don't know, do they have any kind of membership or some kind of gift card? Buy a $20 gift card, we'll give you another $20 free, right? Add value. Say, uh, uh, you know, you have a, uh, your auto repair shop. Instead of saying oil change $10 off on Tuesday, say every oil change on Tuesday also gets a free car wash, $20 value. Boom. Right, so you add value. If you have a, a a beauty salon, you don't say ten dollars off any hairstyling. You say with every hairstyling, you get a free hand massage, twenty five dollar value, or free manicure, or if it add value instead of competing on price, because when you compete on price, you're positioning yourself as a commodity, as something that people say there's no difference between you and somebody else. It's just price. If that's what they're competing on, what they're saying is we're just the same as everybody else. And the only differentiator we have to offer is the dollars. You don't want to run your business that way. Again, unless you're a business like this, that's a fast food type of high volume, low margin type of thing. Then, of course, you are a commodity. But if you are, say, a plumber and everybody thinks you're a commodity, you see plumbers make this mistake. They say, uh, Trip charge $79. Oh, yeah. Trip charge $69. Oh, $59. Oh, $49. Like they're positioning themselves. They're, they're agreeing. They're kind of pronouncing that they are a commodity, that all plumbers are the same. Instead of saying, you don't want a cheap plumber. You don't want a plumber that's doing a discounts and trying to, you know, get in there for as cheap as possible. You want the best plumber. We have these certifications. And with every plumbing job, we give a free this. We give a free that. We give, we add something. And it doesn't even have to be something from your own company. A plumber doesn't have to add anything to, I just want my sink fixed. I don't want you to also fix the toilet. Like, I don't need that. So often it doesn't have to be your product or service. You can add in somebody else's. So you could say free pizza with every uh, service call that we do at Joe's Plumbing. 
So now you're adding value. Hey, I could call the others, but Joe is the only one that actually feeds me. Every time they come over, they bring a pizza. They just ask me on the phone, what's your address? Okay, great. And what do you like on your pizza? Great. We'll be over there in half an hour. And they're coming with a fresh hot pizza. How cool is that? Of course, I'm going to call them. So you can add value from another company instead of your own if you can't think of anything in your own business to add value. But you want to sell on value by adding value instead of cutting your price. Psychological difference to your prospect. Huge difference. Anyway, that's the end of today's lesson. Direct Mail Monday, Columbus Day. October 11th, 2021. Steve Cypress here. Go to helpfromsteve.com if you want help with this or anything else to do with getting more dollars into your business. You concentrate on the deliverable, on the doing of your business. I will help you get more money coming into your business, including tomorrow when I'll be back on Topical Tuesday with some more business building tips. Thanks for being here today. I will catch you then. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making Monthly Magazine. Goodbye.